Hi everyone, welcome to a very special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young on location in Jamaica, man. Montego Bay is the place for the fourth annual Canex convention. And you know, there are people from all over the world here talking about the cannabis industry, both internationally, nationally, and right here in Jamaica. And you never know who you're going to run into. But did you ever think you could run into somebody that lives right down the street from you in Massachusetts? Yes, it was Dr. Umandanabalan. Check it out. Don't look now, but it's a whole new world of weed out there. Pot is flower, it's Bruce Banner and Blue Dream. You've got bongs and dabs, resin and shatter, vaping and edibles, new terms, new strains, and new ways to use cannabis sativa, the plant. Some just made with CBD and hemp has minimal THC. There's sativa and indica strains and 100 chemicals all legal in 10 states for adult use. There's a lot to get to know. Get used to it, folks, because it's legal in the Bay State and it's not going away. Neither is In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called cannabis sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a very special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, now on location at the Canex, the Cannabis Exposition in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And you know what's amazing about this small world is you never know who you're going to run into at one of these conventions. Dr. Uma Donabalan is here. I mean, like, I see her down the road all the time. Dr. Uma, great to see you. Great to be here, Jimmy, and welcome to Canex. This is your first one, correct? I am a virgin, yes. Absolutely. So... <laughs> I've been coming to them for a few years, and I've really seen this thing evolve here, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. Yeah, we were there for the uh, keynote, and Douglas Gordon obviously is the guy who's the power behind this, and I could see the pride in his face as he looked out and saw the masses that were watching and listening to some of the keynote addresses. But there's two big things that have happened in the news in cannabis over the last few weeks, and then yesterday. I want to start with yesterday because I like to start with the positive in my life. The Safe Banking Act passed the United States House of Representatives by a 321-103, see the sports comes back out in me, you know, uh, a, a whopping margin, and now moves on to the Senate. Do you see the momentum? Do you think that we're actually going to have a banking industry that will welcome the cannabis industry finally? Absolutely. I mean, this is part of the journey. You know, we've seen small steps happen, and opening it up to the banking industry again also brings this not only credibility that this is real, but it also brings a lot of opportunity. I mean, now you're opening another door, as I call it, right? As we open hearts and open minds, we are opening doors, is what Dr. Uma has been saying. And yes, I'm very happy to see this happening. And I just hope that the Republicans in the Senate see the reason why this needs to happen is more for public safety than an issue of cannabis or not cannabis. After all, Mitch McConnell did sign the farm bill with a hemp pen, and he does have uh, farmers in Kentucky that I think would be very happy to actually have a banking account in their industry. Don't you? I mean, everybody thinks, oh, no, he's going to block it. I don't know. I think this is a safety issue, too. I mean, people should not have 
you know, safe deposits in their home that have just cash, and especially when they're dispensaries, right? right? And also for patients, having to now be able to say, hey, I can actually charge this, use a card, and have an accountability. And I think it opens up another venue of also insurance companies being able to hopefully have this be an option for patients and even for the healthcare providers. I think it's the start of a whole new beginning. New, new beginning. That would be great. Now let's talk about the vaping crisis that has gripped our country. And Governor Baker back in Massachusetts has shut down an industry for four months just to try to figure out what's going on. First of all, I guess, do you agree at this point it's a public health hazard and anyone who has vaping should stop? Do you agree with this? This is now in one of my hats that I wear, which is public health and also as an occupational environmental medicine physician. And I'm also specialized in heavy metals. And this has been a concern to me from when I first started to talk about cannabis in the industry that we need to talk about this. And I've been saying this for seven years and now we're seeing the outcome of this. And I think it's alarming, but people do need to be alarmed because if you are inhaling heavy metals and pesticides and you're gonna inhale it in regardless of what your health condition is, there's a problem. There's no, and we're seeing we're seeing the problem. We're seeing people dying. We're seeing people getting sick. Um, we're seeing an, a, a a need for more regulations about how these um, e-cigarettes and cartridges are being formed. Yes, it's not just regulations. It's about using some of our things that we've learned from from other things already, Jimmy. We know. We know right now that these are methods of how people are consuming this product. We know that inhalation of any type of a metal could be toxic. There's no need for some of these heavy metals. And now we're talking about a vaporizer that's got a cartridge, and the cartridge is made up of parts and we're gonna put a liquid into it, and now we're gonna heat it. So this is one of the basic things that I'm very, very concerned about, is if the cartridge itself has not been checked and does not have a standard, regardless of if it's for nicotine or if it's cannabis or whatever the liquid that you're gonna put in it, we have a problem. And then we get to the liquid itself, and then we get to the devices that we use. And then we talk about the temperatures, when it's at room temperature, when it's being heated, when it's being vaporized, when it's being combusted. So these are all part of the processes that this plant is going through. So each of them can have an effect. It's almost like smoking it is the healthier way of ingesting it. Now, I have promoted inhalation as a method, and I've said if we can make sure that your products that you're consuming are produced in a clean manner, meaning you know what went into it. If it's not clean to begin with, and we concentrate it, or we make extracts out of it, or we do other processing to it, we are going to have concentrated forms of a potential toxic material, and that's what we're seeing the effects of. And depending on the individual, it can vary from a micro dose to a macro dose that it takes you. 
but it could be also cumulative. And those are my biggest concerns. And it's a whole conversation of its own is to look at piece by piece. And that's what I really want people to understand. Regardless of what it is that you're putting in your body, you must become an educated consumer and you are a customer. And it's your body. You're, you, you are responsible for it. Not a government. You are, right? Or we are. And you are still in charge of what you put in and you decide how you're going to put it in. But it's still a medicine. It's still going to uh, interact chemically with our insides. And because we are all different inside, it has a different effect. That being said, where do we go from here? Where would, how would you like to see the regulations change? Do you want to see the ban on all e-cigarettes and, and cartridges at this point be permanent? It's a starting point right now until we figure out what's happened and where the source of the problems are. This is how we do investigations. As a public health officer, as I consider myself, this is about the public health. It's about each of us because this is going to impact somebody in some way. If it's not your child or yourself, you know that somebody is using these products right now. And they're in different forms. We talk about nicotine that's been around there. And yes, we didn't want people smoking the cigarettes, so we gave them these toys now to play with. But again, we're saying, okay, it's about harm reduction. Harm reduction. So if it helps people to get off of one thing, but at the same time, if you're giving them something that's toxic, let's think about what we're really doing. It really comes back down to education again, right? It, you, should re you should recognize what you want to put in your body, how you're putting it in your body. Well, I've said this for a long time. Food is medicine. And I consider cannabis is food and medicine. And if the food is processed and contaminated and I consume it, my body ultimately has to compensate for it. And this is why we're having illnesses. We're relying on the government. We're relying on the producers of these products. At the end of the day, you still have to become responsible. Yet it is also the responsibility of the people that are making these products to say, what am I really doing? and they know very well. And start asking yourself, and I would really prefer people start to grow their own, but also know what you're putting into the product. Yeah, there you go, and in Massachusetts, they're allowing you to grow six plants in your household per adult. So that, again, perhaps Massachusetts doing a decent job at trying to roll it out, try to figure it out, while the rest of the nation watches how Massachusetts handles these kinds of, these kinds of crises. Dr. Uma. Running into you in Montego Bay. It'll be a thrill I'll never forget. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. And remember what Dr. Ma says, educate, embrace, and empower. Reach one, teach 10, teach one, reach 10. Whatever the knowledge that you learn, please share it because it's our patients that are educating the doctors. Doctors have not been taught about cannabis or the endocannabinoid system, and we're changing the st stigma. And making sure that safety first and do no harm is what I'm saying. We're playing catch up, though. We are definitely playing catch up. Dr. Uma Dalabalan here at. I said Dalabalan. Dalabalan. I've said it 500 times now. And of course, if, if Bob Lobel can pronounce it, I can pronounce it. Go with Dr. Uma. Dr. Uma, it is for Dr. Uma. I'm not Dr. Jimmy. I'm just Jimmy. And remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly.
Well, that'll do it for a special In the Weeds with Jimmy Young on location at Canex in Jamaica. We've got six or seven more episodes coming up of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young featuring some of the most amazing speakers and attendees at that three-day convention. And that will include a one-on-one with Bruce Linton, Perry Antelman of CBD Medic, and many more from around the world. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. In the Weeds with Jimmy Young is a production of the Pro Cannabis Media Group for the education and information of our listening audience. The opinions on this podcast are strictly those of the hosts of the program and do not represent Pro Cannabis Media or any of its affiliates. No medical advice is given and any use of cannabis should be by adults over the age of 21 and used responsibly.